Good evening from Plug Hit Studios in Largo, Florida. I'm Scott. I'm Abram. And we are here with episode 554 of F5 Live, Refreshing Technology for Sunday, March 15th, 2020. This show is a proud part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. This week, Microsoft is without its gates. Pokemon is without its go. And TVs are without fire. Wherever you are and however you're accessing our show, whether it be on uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, um, or Twitter, on any of the uh, podcatchers like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or a myriad of other options, on our live stream platforms, livestream.com, Mixer, Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, or Facebook, on the radio, or on our website, plugitslive.com. Thank you for making us a part of your day. There are now three ways you can do that. The first is you can join us live Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern by going to f5live.tv slash join us. There you can chat with us in the studio during the show and give us your feedback on the topics as we talk about them. Or you can listen on 88.1 WMLD radio in the New York area or through their website Tuesdays uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern. Or you can always subscribe at plugkitslive.com slash subscribe. There you'll see all of our shows, including F5 Live, The Pilch Point, Plug Kids Live Presents, and a whole lot more. And of course, find all the ways that you can watch or listen. Avram, how has this very bizarre week been for you? <sighs> well, um, I'm sure that like a lot of people, as as we could have predicted, I think I predicted, you know, a week or more ago, uh, uh, our company has uh, temporarily closed all of our offices. So I'm uh, permanently working from home. Okay. I had great intentions about, like, cleaning my home office today, but I guess I'll have to do it another day. But, um, yeah, so... That's for at least two weeks, but I expect probably longer. Uh, my son's school was just uh, just today announced that it's closing for, for two weeks. Although, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they extend it for longer. Sure. Um, so uh, it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, really a cooped up feeling. Yeah. But uh, I'm less concerned about myself and my family being cooped up uh, than I am for uh, all the people who are who, who are getting sick or could get sick. Sure. And uh, for all of the uh, really intense negative impacts that this is going to have on uh, people's jobs mm -hmm. and, and lives. Um you know, it's. I mean, you, I mean, it's just incalculable when you have a world, uh, you know, where people can't go out, can't go out to eat or go out to shop, or go out to their jobs or go out to school. Like, there's just a lot of, uh, and and of course, products not being manufactured and right. distributed. So, you know, that's just a lot of uh, economic damage, and I just. Uh, hope that you know that the the damage of you know people actually losing their livelihoods 
is as limited as as it can be uh because uh that you know that affects everybody and yeah. you know yeah we uh well, for well, for on, on our side first uh interestingly made made a decision on uh the rest of the season uh interestingly during the drivers meeting for our competition last uh on friday uh the teams were all gathered and uh competition was set to start in about an hour and uh uh we got word from hq that the season has been canceled and uh get out of the building so they made the announcement during the competition uh that the event our event was done and then starting uh no i guess that was thursday yeah that must have been thursday and then uh yeah, and then uh, they made the announcement that the, the rest of the season was done. So it's <laughs> that made for an interesting week too, especially dealing with you know we were yeah. we were helping you know disseminate information about all the events that were postponing as the week went on, and then for first to come out and go, all right, we're we're done. So we don't know what that's going to mean. You know the. The, the kids have built built their machines. They were ready for competition, and a lot of people aren't going to get to compete. Uh, we're going to do a we're going to do a scrimmage in Tampa, and then uh, the event Mission Mayhem uh, is going to go on over the summer this year, uh, so as a full event, so that the kids will at least have a like a full scale competition to compete in, and then we'll do Roboticon in October. But you know, Florida's special. You got. People up in New York aren't going to have competitions. You know, the off season up there isn't quite as robust as it is down here. So it's affecting affecting every yeah. aspect of everything. Yeah, no, no, no doubt. Did you see um, that? Did you see you that know. Steve Wynn announced that as of Tuesday, the Wynn and the Encore in Las Vegas are going to be closed? Uh. Yeah, I saw something about that, but I'm actually surprised that it's not, and it could happen before then, but I would be surprised if they didn't, somebody didn't announce, perhaps the local government or the mm -hmm. state government announced that they had to close all the casinos. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think, um, you know, every, everything is closing, is closing down. I mean, as of the last I checked here in New York State where I am, they have not yet said that all restaurants have to close Ohio has but um Ohio did Chicago right? did too so how so yeah so how long until uh until it's it's everything around here yep um you know and what are all those people do while they're sitting at sitting at home not not being paid uh to cook or to to be you know hospitality staff like you know that's right uh anyway very very depre very very depressing uh, indeed but today's pilch point we will talk about something that uh might be a little bit empowering that folks can do about coronavirus and uh three three of the four other topics this evening will be uh about people responding to uh people and organizations responding to the the crisis so uh if you're if you're listening or watching, it's going to be a very 
uh, very heavy episode on the uh, the responses and the the, the surrounding how, situation. How how can it not be? Like right. I I would really I would really like. I would really like to be able to 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 forget about it and uh, right. to talk about other stuff, but unfortunately, it's having uh, an impact on this other stuff. I mean, there's yep. just a lot of product announcements and things like that that could have, should have happened, and and now indefinitely delayed. Yep. Uh, you know, trade shows where things are announced, press press events. You know, I, I, I had, I won't get into detail about something I shouldn't say, but I had a company last week email me like, Hey, Abram, we want to talk to you about a new, something new, like something new, uh, you know, under something new next week. And then email me over the weekend and be like, sorry, we don't know when we're ready. Going to be ready to talk, to talk to you about that. Yep. So, Uh, I mean, Apple, Apple has, uh, Apple has indefinitely delayed the iPhone nine at this point. Because because uh, production has well, has a hundred percent stopped on it. I mean, they haven't announced the product yet, so that makes things a little easier for them. But apparently, manufacturing is a hundred percent stopped on it, and it is delayed indefinitely. So yeah, I mean, this is well, obviously I mean, it's, it's the thing that we have to talk about because it's kind of the world right now. There's not a whole lot of anything yes, else going on. I mean, I was reading today that there's a good chance that uh, next gen consoles ex. Uh, the PlayStation Five and Xbox One X, Xbox. Yep, exactly. One X will be Series X. Still, it will be delayed. Series. See, I know uh-huh. I messed it up. I just. Uh-huh, uh huh. I know. The next Xbox <laughs> will be delayed until 2021. Think about the ripple effect of that because that's supposed to be a really big, uh, you know, commerce driver. Yep. For holiday 2020. Yep. And if you don't have these new consoles coming out in holiday 2020, then all then the games that were designed, point. all the games that were designed to come out holiday 2020, all the accessories that were designed to come out 2020, uh, GameStop that's already struggling, all you know the the ripple is is big. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be. I mean. I hope I hope somehow they they find a way to at least launch launch them in limited supply because it's uh you know it's very bad for it's very bad for everybody everybody if uh if the holiday season doesn't uh if there's not a lot of uh you know economic activity during the holiday season for sure well we're going to talk about some of this uh, over the next hour, so uh, I guess, guys, uh, st- strap in because here we go. This week's Nifty Gifties and F5 Live is probably powered by the Microsoft Store. Um, whether you're looking for a new tablet, a laptop, um, desktops your new an xbox one s or x or a whole bunch of other stuff including things to uh to get you going if you're if you're uh, gonna be working remotely for a while like microsoft teams uh or a new surface and uh you can find out about all the surface deals and a whole lot more by going to f5live.tv slash microsoft so on the topic of microsoft <laughs> 
um, what is potentially one of the biggest changes to their corporate structure um, ever was announced on Friday, and that is that co-founder Bill Gates uh, is officially leaving the board of directors, um, and that leaves the company with essentially no original or early team members uh, left. Um, Paul Allen uh, left the board in 2000. Uh, Steve Ballmer stepped away uh, as CEO before Satya Nadala was uh, chosen. And uh, now with Bill Gates leaving the board, uh, it is literally a whole new Microsoft. Um, but Bill Gates is leaving not because he's done with Microsoft or, you know, any of that. He's leaving because the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is taking a lot of his time. It's it's where his passion is. It's the it's the thing that he loves. And right now, uh, the thing that they are uh, focused on, because the foundation shifts based on what's going on in the world, what they are focused on right now is uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus, um, and and dealing with kind of the international fallout from it because Bill Gates said in a uh, TED Talk um, six years ago-ish that the next major outbreak the world would not be ready for. And, you know, based on what we're seeing, it does seem like the, the global infrastructure was not prepared for this and so uh they are looking for all the ways that they can they can step in and help uh the the fact that it came on friday um is not coincidental um it's actually uh 44 years to the day uh from when he joined the board of directors of his own company uh so that's obviously it was a significant a significant date and was potentially already on the on the horizon possibly for next year uh to go with a with a five but uh but you know with everything going on it's not surprising that that you know now is the time to throw everything into the foundation what do you think well so i don't really know how much of his time bill gates has to give to be on a board but if anyone because i just don't know what it's like to be on the board of a of a major corporation if somebody would like to invite me to be on their uh on their corporate board uh uh especially of a fortune 500 company i'll report back how much how much of my time it takes uh so i don't know whether this was a significant commitment of his time of his time or not um the certainly uh, certainly Bill Gates for a long time has been focused on his charitable endeavors with the with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, so it's not um, a surprise that he would want to step away from from his business concerns. He certainly has uh, plenty of money to to uh, you know. Uh, to deal with this, uh, I'm sure he didn't say he was divesting from Microsoft, so he's probably still making lots of lots. He probably still has a lot of uh, shares in yeah. the company. So, 
And yeah, and at I one mean, point, he's a couple years ago, he stopped uh, selling them off in a large chunk every month. So that that was when we saw the stock price start to go up significantly. <laughs> he stopped selling his shares off. But yeah, right. So, I mean, I think he feels like a he's probably not been super involved for a while b he maybe he wants to signal his confidence in the company right and the leadership of the company that it's you know under nadella microsoft has done a lot better uh than it had for the years before mm-hmm. uh, by transforming itself into more of a platform agnostic uh company that's not you know that was willing to embrace things like linux and uh, you know, willing to to say like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna support you know other platforms, other operating systems. We're not gonna try to make our own our own phone operating system anymore." Um, so, uh, Microsoft has managed to survive and thrive without necessarily having lock into its platforms, which is a big deal. So. Um, you know he's signaling his confidence yeah now it turns it turns out just as a quick aside here that um my son in his school in his second grade class has to do an assignment on famous americans and some each person kid had to choose a famous american to 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 write about and his choice was bill gates um and i knew i liked uh, him so he had to write down a little <laughs> Yeah, he had to write down a little, and I didn't help him with that. I have no idea how he chose Bill Gates, um, and he had to write down a bunch of like questions for Bill Gates, and that he would ask Bill Gates if he met Bill Gates, and it's quite and like That's it cool. wasn't the kind of question that I would ask, like, "Hey, could you spare some money?" <laughs> you know, it was, uh, you know, it was, um, it was. You know, like how many lines of code are there in Windows? Which, you know, I don't think my son realizes Bill Gates might not be the most qualified person to answer. Certainly not the today. The answer is roughly fifty million, uh, right? Um, maybe the maybe Windows One he would be able to answer. Um, possibly, so, you know, possibly down to the down to the number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, or or like you know, how did he? How did he think to come up with Windows or things like that? My son is thinks of Microsoft as like Windows and Minecraft because um, <laughs> he knows Microsoft is behind Minecraft. Uh, he doesn't, you know, really know about MS DOS, sure. <laughs> you know, to sure. ask about that uh, or, or or Azure. But um, anyway, so yeah, I mean, Bill Gates has transcended. Microsoft now for a long time. Uh, so I was actually, when I heard the story, I actually uh, was, uh, so I guess this shows how much I keep track of, of corporate boards, a surprise to hear he was still on the board. So, <laughs> Yeah, what, uh, especially when he, uh, when he stepped down as the chairman in 2014, uh, there was a lot of reporting that suggested that he had left the board. Um, so yeah, I, I would imagine that a lot of people were surprised that he was still on, uh, cause stepping down as the executive chairman was a, 
big story in 2014, almost as big as him stepping down as CEO in 2000. Um, but this this is his last official role um, that he is he is officially leaving. Though uh, he will remain on as a uh, uh, technology advisor for the executives like Nadella and and people like that, because obviously he he understands the technology, especially the early day stuff. You know, there's he's had his hands in so much of of the physical technology uh of the company from day one so uh, he he will remain as a technology i would like advisor. to know if they ever call him i would like to know if they i would i would really love to know if they ever if they ever call him for advice because i mean yeah he he had his hands in the technology but not for a long time i mean i think hopefully they're not calling him for for problems with the, uh, you know, with the Windows Command prompt, right? No, uh, I know that. I know that when the decisions were being made uh, about Windows Phone, um, and some of the, some of the issues, because he's he's spoken on it. Um, some of the issues that led to the the kind of collapse of Windows Phone, um, they were they were actively. Uh, involving him in those conversations uh and that was yeah that was after he was you know off the the chairman's role so yeah they they didn't have to get his input on anything so and and they were so it does sound like they do occasionally lean to him but it it tends to be on on big things like that you know the end of a the end of a division that's been around since you know, the early, early 2000s, you know, things like that. So, uh, it's, it, it, it's a big move for him. Um, and like you said, it's, it's probably more than anything. It's a sign that he feels that the company's in good hands. Uh, so, so that's a good sign. Uh, I don't suspect that any major changes will come because of it, because uh, like like we said, he was just a, a board member. He wasn't the chairman of the board or anything like that. So uh, can't imagine any big changes will come of it. Um, but it's a, bi- it, it's a big day. It leaves both basically both Apple and uh, and Microsoft without without their founders involved in in day to day operations of any sort. So it's a uh, it's a big change for for the industry, but. You know the things he's going to the 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 foundation is where he should be spending his time. It's where his passion is, and you know if you can't if you can't put your time into your passion, especially if you've got as much money as as Gates has, uh, then what's the point in having it? So we wish him luck and uh, hope that his his uh, his next foundation endeavors will be as successful as uh, some of the past, like the malaria stuff. So. This week's Pilch Point with Abram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. While you're online and you want to keep your browsing history a little more private, you can use something like a VPN, like PureVPN, and uh, obfuscate your your uh, your browsing as well as uh, reporting that you're maybe somewhere else so that you can get the local news from another city, maybe, or if you're out of the country, which you probably aren't right now. Uh, 
you can uh, you can get back on your Hulu account and things like that. And uh, uh, we've got some deals. If you go with a two-year plan right now, you can get it for uh, $3.33 a month, which is a really great deal. To find out more about the, the service and to, uh, to get this deal, which includes a 31-day money-back guarantee, you can go to pilchpoint.live slash purevpn. So obviously we're talking a lot about the coronavirus tonight and uh, how some companies and people are responding. But uh, it's not just about the companies, right? We can do some stuff ourselves. Yes. So um, there is a program called Folding at Home. Uh, It is a scientific program where anyone who has a computer that is connected to the Internet can download the software and you help have your computer used as a distributed computer to help solve a pro help solve some problems that could lead to treatments uh treatments for COVID 19. uh now folding at home has been around for a long time and they deal and what they do is uh, they use distributed computing resources to uh to to try to figure out how to how to block uh, block viruses like COVID nineteen uh, by using a process called uh, protein folding. Uh, so it's a matter of trying to simulate, um, you know, what could block the. Um, what what could block the coronavirus cells from let's say attaching to your lung cells uh to start to start an infection so i have to admit it's really difficult for me to understand exactly how protein folding works but you don't need to understand how it works to participate all you need to do is go to the folding at home website, which is which is foldingathome.org. That is not the at symbol, it's folding org, uh, and click start folding and you can download an installer for your computer and it will um, and then go through the process and then you can decide do you want it to use your computing cycles all the time while you're actively using it or do you want them to, it to use it while your computer is asleep uh do you want uh how much of your computer resources do you want do you want to use for it now i want to be be clear folding at home does not only target the covid 19 virus it also uses resources towards other cure to, toward cures for other diseases that's what it's been doing all these years that it's been around uh, but it's joined the fight against COVID-19 uh, and it will be using uh, some portion of those resources to fighting COVID-19 uh, there are also there's also a competitive aspect to it there are teams uh, and you can see, sign up when you uh, sign up for folding at home, you can put in a team number, and then your uh, total contribution, your 
like work units, uh, like the computing power that you've contributed goes toward the total for the team. And you can see, you know, how your team is doing or just how you're doing as an individual. Now, I have a little bit of a vested interest in this. Uh, starting this week, we will announce uh, that Tom's Hardware, uh, my day job, and, and non-tech, uh, which is our uh, co-competitor, they are part of our same company, but we are competitors. Uh, we are both. We both have folding at home teams, and we will be doing a fold off uh, for a couple of for a couple of weeks and encouraging. Uh, encouraging our readers to use folding at home and to join our teams to see who comes at, who gets the bragging rights of coming out on top, who, who folded more from, from the start. Our team is already up and running and actually has been for a while. Uh, Cause we've had folding at home competitions in years past, uh, but the teams are still valid. We will announce a start date this week for when like the, we will start counting. We'll like set the clock to zero, basically. But people can sign up uh, right now and join our team. Our team number. This is all you need to to, to know what team you're on. Is four zero zero five one. That that is four zero zero five one. So go to foldingathome.org, download the software, and when you are setting it up, and it asks you for a team number. Put in four zero zero five one. Obviously, how much computer computing resources you want to give to uh, folding at home is is a personal decision. Uh, if you're leaving your computer on twenty four seven and it's using hundred percent resources for this, it will use some else. It could up your electric bill. Um, so, uh, you know that's that's something to keep in mind. But. Uh, you know, we're we're hoping that folks will will turn out and and give a lot of their computing resources toward this, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, uh, Folding's results uh, help the scientific research to toward stopping COVID nineteen. Yeah, indeed, and uh, you know we we used to have, we probably still do. Uh, I can't imagine that anybody's still on it, but. Uh, Years ago, we had a team uh, going back to the early 2000s, I think. Uh, and, and you know, we've been involved in this before. And so I am definitely on board with, uh, <laughs> with getting back into this. Uh, I haven't had it installed on some, on some of the computers for a while, but I definitely will be. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good program. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we can't say for sure exactly how much this how much this this helps. There are a lot of different researchers with a lot of different uh, for-profit and non-profit and governmental organizations looking for uh, you know ways to treat and and to treat and prevent uh, COVID nineteen right now. Uh, this this is just one, uh, but it's one that you can participate in. I have just downloaded the uh, the team file, <laughs> and uh, we're still in it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. 
I don't think I don't think they ever purge any any teams. No, and but we've still got. I noticed we've still got score. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, the Tom's Hardware team. Like people are still on it who signed up years ago and still you know contributing. Even as recently as a couple of days ago, I saw somebody was doing it. So we hadn't even promoted it in in a long time. I think last time we did was like 2016 or something, and uh, people had signed who had signed up, you know, had us on there. So, uh, you know, we're not we're not starting from zero membership, uh, but uh, neither is a non tech. So, we're uh, <laughs> we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do what we can to to score more than them over the over the next few weeks and we're coming up with a plan for like how long we're gonna how how long we're gonna keep track of this like when we're gonna declare a winner and 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 things like that but uh our our goal is to uh is to kick some butt unfolding at home i would like to point out that you guys are are 17 and 18 on the uh on the lifetime global uh leaderboard the, I think we were 15 the other day, so oh, we're falling off. Um, it it's possible that uh, that zero has has zoomed up the list in the last couple of weeks or the last couple of days even. But it looks like it looks like right. looks so, like 17 and 18 are uh, are you guys are uh, you and Anantech. Well, well, we are going to we are going to see what we can do about this problem and. Keep in mind, the good thing is our readers are, you know, have some really powerful computers mm-hmm. and uh, we will, we will, our, not just our readers, but some of our staff, we have some pretty, uh, pretty good computing resources. So we will be putting them toward, we'll be putting them toward the effort and see, see where we can get to. Well, that's, that's really cool. I, I'd also like to point out that their team has existed way longer and they're only one spot up on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they need to get ready. <laughs> I love uh, that. Cause, cause we're going to trounce, we're going to trounce them. But, uh, I say this with great respect for Ryan Smith, who, who, who was the editor in chief of a non tech? Of course, of course. And and whose idea that and whose idea this was? So okay, well that's good. It, and 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 obviously this is uh uh to to use a a first robotics term this is uh, cooperation. It's it's not yes sure. It's it's not like we're going to destroy you. It's haha we're going to beat you. And what's the worst that happens? Uh, the project gets more compute cycles and everybody wins <laughs> okay yeah exactly and, and and by the way it just so happens that i think it was this week or last week seti at home shut down uh-huh. so if you've been giving your cycles to seti at home uh now's the time you could give them to folding at home because i guess we're no longer interested in trying to find aliens or maybe they've already been found uh-huh. <laughs> you know that that might also explain uh some of the 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 ranking changes if people have have left the SETI program and come over to this with uh with resources you might see some of the top teams shift around a little bit 
So, yeah. so interesting. All right. So team four, zero, zero, five, one, uh, we're going to try and move them up a couple of spots on the, uh, on the global leaderboard. And that's, that's our goal four zero zero five one. And it's folding at home.org. Uh, right. Yep. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing how this goes, honestly, because, uh, I, I love this kind of thing. It's why, it's why we used to be involved in it because it's, it's fun. Uh, we had a team and so did the other two. Uh, cause this is whew, dating this thing back. Uh, this was back in the days of, uh, when dance dance revolution was a big thing and we had three big sites here in the U S uh, the three of us used to compete on this. So, <laughs> so the idea of, of, you know, cooperation on this program is long running. And, uh, I, I, I'm excited to get back into it on the Tom's hardware side. <laughs> um, uh, obviously, uh, we want people to participate. And, um, for those of you who are out there dealing with the fallout of, uh, uh, of the virus, either, you know, you're, you're sick or, uh, you're in forced isolation as so many of us are. Um, we, uh, we definitely, we definitely feel for you, and uh, we hope all of us get through all of this safely. This week's Extra Life and F5 Live is proudly powered by Razer. All the accessories to up your game on both PC and console are available from Razer. Whether you're looking for a new keyboard and mouse uh, as you're getting into uh, or want to, to get better at, at uh, uh, PC games or you're looking for a great controller for your Xbox uh, or you want a whole new system uh, with the, the new la the laptops, uh, the Razer Blade 15, and a whole lot more. Uh, you can find all of them by going to f5live.tv slash Razer. Mind is still a little uh, <laughs> focused on the, the folding team. I apologize for sounding like I've never done that promo before. Um, so with this this semi-forced isolation that that we're we're all kind of living into right now uh some games are obviously people are going to lean into games in times like this entertainment is the place that people go to whether it be you know watching a lot of uh tv on amazon or netflix or or playing video games uh entertainment is the place that people tend to go but some of the, the more popular games over the last couple of years have involved interacting with people in the real world. Best example of that, of course, is Pokemon Go, who uh, kind of pioneered the augmented reality, uh, as I like to say, the meat space games, uh, where some aspects of the games uh, can only be accomplished by leaving your house and going out and sometimes interacting with other humans which is all being discouraged right now. And so uh, Niantic, who produces Pokemon Go, has actually made changes to the game 
to uh, allow you to continue playing and not lose your streaks and not lose out on uh, on aspects of the game while uh, mostly staying home, which I think is a great idea. Um, they've they've made incense packs uh, essentially free so that you can continue. Uh, your capture dominance among your your uh, friends and competitors. Uh, they've made they've made it so that um, when you do go out, uh, Pokestops will drop more. They will also uh, have a higher chance of dropping uh, gifts uh, or you know some higher end some higher end things. Gifts themselves, I believe, are also uh, friend to friend gifts are also supposed to uh, be. Uh, giving more stuff uh, and they've also canceled or postponed postponed is the word that everybody's using but I think most things are are being canceled um, they've they've postponed the community day uh, for for this month for Abra and uh, so that you know even even the gaming companies that have that have tried to get people interacting with with other humans are taking this really seriously. And I think, I think that's a good sign that, that Niantic actually went and, you know, made changes to the way the game works a little bit to allow people to entertain themselves and continue playing a game that they may or may not be obsessed with, depending on who you are, um, without having to go out and, uh, put themselves in danger. I think that's a great idea. What do you think, Abram? I mean, obviously, Obviously, this is a shift in uh, a shift in purpose. Uh-huh. The point of games like um, like Pokemon Go and Minecraft Earth was to get people out of the house and walking around. Now they're they're trying to give you the opposite message, which is stay home, don't go anywhere. Right. Um, but um, I think every company uh, and every institution and every organization wants to be seen as doing their part yeah nobody and nobody wants to be and more importantly nobody wants to be seen as encouraging people to do something that leads to them getting sick the i mean just looking at it from a purely selfish business perspective if you're a company like niantech do you want a news article to come out saying People are going running around, running around doing Pokemon Go when they're really supposed to be right. really supposed to be at home quarantining, uh, or somebody caught uh, went out and played Pokemon Go uh, even though they were even though they were infected and now other people are infected. Like they don't want the negative the negative press. Sure, they don't want. Uh, I don't know if anyone could seriously cause a lawsuit with it. You know sue them for for that but i think a lot of institutions a lot of places they're all looking for like how do i make sure that i'm on the good side of this story Mm -hmm. right i'm on that so so i think we'll talk about that in one of our next stories too so yeah they 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 got to do it um but it's interesting because what it really shows is how sort of uh, this time of uh, sort of mass mass quarantining and social distancing uh, really goes opposite to a lot of the things that that we normally try to encourage. Right. 
get out of the house, exercise, you know, don't be a shut in. Don't spend your entire life on the internet, you know, see other people. Um, don't live in a, you know, virtual reality dream world, whatever. But, uh, now we're all kind of having to, having to do the opposite. And, and, you know, my, my personal hope is that it's not for long, uh, because, I've seen the Bruce Willis movie surrogates and it doesn't look like a lot of fun. Uh, so uh, that's, uh, I think that's what, uh, you know, what Niantic is thinking that, yeah. Hey, we got to, uh, if we don't do something, we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to look bad. We're going to get in trouble. Some, someone's going to do something they shouldn't by the same token one of the things that's really annoying in Pokemon Go normally, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe this is just supposed to be this way, is if you're in a car or something, uh -huh. it suddenly says to you, like, you're in a car, you know, you can't, you shouldn't use this. And then you can, like, kind of use it if you say that you're a passenger, but at the same time, you're going so fast, unless you, like, stop somewhere, that that you really can't, uh, can't catch Pokemon. Well, they I mean, turn I had that when I was, you're when you're going over a certain speed, uh, they turn spawns off anyway. Yeah. So and it and it's you know I've had this experience where I was in the you know in the car and my wife's driving. I was like, oh man, I want to catch the Pokemon. Can't. Mm -hmm. Got on the train going to and from work. Maybe when I'm at a stop, if it stops long enough that I can see a Pokemon there or uh -huh. a Pokestop there or something. I can, I can do it. But, uh, if not, you know, it rolls on by and I get it. Cause like what they're really trying to encourage in nor in, in normal circumstances is walk around, go. But now what they're trying to encourage is stay home. Well, in fairness, I remember before that rule was in place and there was a, there was a lawsuit that, that resulted in that rule going in, but, uh, but yeah, um, it, you know, it, it is unfortunate that, you know, if you're on the train or something like that, you still can't do anything, but it's more difficult for them to detect something like that, I suppose. Um, but, but yeah, it is, it's an interesting shift and the way they've dealt with it without having to really do big code changes, you know, they've, the, the idea that uh, habitats are bigger, that that you know, incense lasts for sixty minutes instead of thirty. Yeah, you know, that's all. That's all just config file stuff. They didn't have to do any big changes, um, and none of what they've done uh, is financially beneficial. Right? They didn't do anything to. Uh, to, to gouge players, they went the other way. They made a, a what is it, a 20-pack of, I think it's a 20-pack or 30-pack of, of incense. Yeah, it's a 30-pack of incense, uh, a single coin. So it's essentially free uh, <laughs> because the system doesn't allow for, for free items, I don't think. So, you know, they made, they essentially made it free. And they so they went the other way while we've, you know, just last week we were talking about how eBay and Amazon are having to take down listings and you can't even list hand sanitizer and, and surgical masks on eBay anymore over price gouging. Uh, 
here Niantic had the opportunity to add new things, different types of things into the game, and they absolutely went the other way and said, we're going to make the things that will make your experience essentially free. Uh, try and enjoy your, your, uh, your social distancing time. I think that's, I think that's commendable. It is, but it's also good business. Oh, absolutely. Because, because if they did try to, to, to do that stuff, they might drive people away. Mm -hmm. And now if you have people who are at home and they're participating in it, okay, now we're keeping those people. Cause I think if you fall out of the habit of doing Pokemon go, then you're probably not going to, you may not go back in the habit <laughs> when you, true. it's finally safe to go outside again. So you want to keep people in the habit of playing. You want to keep your membership and your activity. And then also people, yes, you made that one thing free, but there's a lot of other things that people could buy. Sure. And so, you know, if you get people engaged, they're more engaged. They're going to spend money. Absolutely. And if you, if you just try to, if you just try to make it hard for them, then you're going to lose people. And, and that's not good for business. Right. I feel the same way about this that I do about uh, Microsoft and Google making uh, like Meet and Teams uh, free trials for a few months. Like, right. it's not charity. They're hoping that people by using these things for a few months will will keep them. after the situation is over say, oh, we we, we got to have it. We got to keep it. Yeah. So they're right. We, this they, is better. Not, Let's keep it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna. Um, it, it's good for Niantic. It's Absolutely. not. It's not charity. Right, but but it's also good for the players. So that's the you know that's the thing. Not all yeah. not all business moves are good for the the consumer. And in this case, you know they made they made a decision that's beneficial for everybody. So I think it's yeah. it is both responsible and. Uh, smart. <laughs> so. This week's what? This week's <laughs> news from the tubes on F5 Live is proudly powered by Rift Tracks. I almost said those backwards. Make fun of movies or let these guys do it for you. Mike Nelson, Bill Corbett, and Kevin Murphy, the former stars of Mystery Science Theater 3000, are back and doing what they do best, creating commentaries for Hollywood blockbusters and B-movie oddities like... Oh, the first one went away. and it looked, A green thumb for Macaulay. Looks like it might be a short film. We'll get to that in a second. The way it works is for a couple of dollars, you download the MP3, play it along with your Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, uh, DVD, wherever the movie happens to exist, and laugh. Uh, from time to time, they also do live events. They have two of them coming up for 2020. Uh, we will see exactly what that ends up looking like uh, in the long run, but uh, they do have two planned for 2020. Uh, and those also end up making it online later, which you can purchase. And they also do short films, which are a tremendous amount of fun and sometimes horrifying, like the thing I'm watching right now. 
uh, and to find all of the feature films, the short films, and the live events that are available, you can go to f5live.tv slash tracks with an X. I have absolutely no idea what it was I just watched. I That is my favorite part of doing that promo, is seeing the weird previews that show up at the bottom. Anyway, so we talked about Niantic uh, making changes to the game, uh, but they aren't the only company that uh, is making changes to their policies and things like that to uh, to support people who are being isolated over the next couple of weeks. What we have seen is uh, companies that normally have pretty low uh, customer uh, survey scores, like Comcast and AT&T, uh, making moves to help support their customers. Uh, we've seen data caps either removed or uh, overage fees set to zero, depending on how the billing system works uh, for particular companies. We've seen even uh, uh, T-Mobile and Sprint, which both are and are not the same company right now, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> it's it's Schrodinger's mobile service, I think. <laughs> um, so... Uh, uh, both of them, if you're a mobile hotspot uh, user, they have upped your your uh, hotspot to 20 gig. So even if you're on like the the two gig plan, you've got 20 for the next couple of months. And we've seen companies uh, kind of across the board, whether it be ISPs or power companies, the mobile carriers. Um, waiving late fees and uh, not uh, acting on, on service terminations because they know a lot of people are going to be without work for a while. And uh, we've even seen some companies uh, like uh, Charter, whose Spectrum service uh, is offering, if you have a student in K-12 through and you are not a uh, Spectrum user, you can get uh, free Spectrum service Um for a certain period of time for uh, those students who are going to be doing e-learning for the first time. It's, you know, a, a lot of companies have responded, like you said in, in the last segment, in, in business smart ways, but also ways that are, are uh, beneficial to, to, to people who are out in the wild experiencing new aspects of, of the world like working at home or uh, schooling at home. Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to the schooling at home. Uh, they haven't said yet, because we just found out today, mm -hmm. uh, what, what we're, how schooling at home is going to work for, for my son. But I'm, I'm not, you know, when he's at school... You know, there's an apparatus for, to like get him to like participate and pay attention. When now that he's at home, we gotta like, I don't know exactly how many hours a day he's gonna have to sit in front of the computer, or I don't know if it's just gonna be assignments that he has to do over time, or they're gonna actually have like live stream class for him, right? Or whatever, but you know, we're gonna have to like. You know, my primarily my wife because I want to be wor working. Uh, you know, getting him to actually do what what he's supposed to do. Right. Uh, 
But, uh, you know, I think, um, again, this is good for the businesses to do. Uh, Certainly, they don't want to come under any pressure to say, like, hey, you're you're causing a problem. On the other hand, I have to ask for those like home ISPs that have caps. uh, How many people are going to exceed the cap anyway? Like. Didn't, I think I heard, was it Comcast had like a one terabyte monthly cap? Yeah. So I wonder how many people come close to the one terabyte cap now. Right. Granted, they're going to be spending more time uh, at home using the internet. I don't think that... Possibly firing honestly, up things like Amazon and Netflix and things like that, you know, while you're I think while the you're streaming isolated. is going to be the bigger part. Is, yeah. I think the streaming is going to be a bigger part of the of the bandwidth than sure. uh, work or school. Yeah, I mean, yeah, unless you're doing a lot I of like video, video conferencing. Meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we both went the same way on that. We are, but I don't. We are, but like, how much? I don't know. I guess I could look. I guess I should look at how much like bandwidth per hour Google Meet, Google Meet uses, but like, which is what we use. But like, I feel. I don't think that it's the level of quality and quantity of say a Netflix or, or Amazon prime or something. Sure. When you're, when you're doing video calls, I think lots of people, there are lots of people in this world who have been working from home full time for, for years before this. Mm-hmm. Now I do worry that we may actually hear some stories about people's internet going out because Switches maybe are overloaded. There will be capacity. Maybe there will be capacity issues where there weren't before. Uh, also, if there's any type of uh, physical uh, outage, like a, a you know line being uh, broken, uh, are there going to be all of the repair people going to be out, out and about, uh, or all of the people who are working at the data centers and the backbones? Are they all going to be? Uh, are they all going to be out and about? Um, I, you know, because you really have to consider that anyone who's in charge of maintaining the communications infrastructure is also a mission. That's also a mission yeah. critical job, like, you know, like you know, maintaining electricity and the water. Right. Uh, so, people like. If you think things are grinding to a halt now, just wait. Just wait until we lose any of those things. Wait until we lose yeah. power or internet. Uh, that uh, that would be an absolute absolute disaster. Makes you wonder also how this type of situation would have been handled. Uh, I don't know, twenty twenty five years ago, uh, when you know internet was very limited right uh p- most jobs could not work from home uh you know maybe you had dial up <laughs> so it it you know how what what would have happened what would have happened back then i mean there's still a lot of professions that you you can't work from home right a lot but um but now there's still a fair number where you can like what would have happened back then nothing so uh, on the other hand it was less of a global world then so things maybe didn't spread as fast so right but uh, That's true. 
<sighs> anyway, just yeah, to, uh, so I think these carriers and the IS just to answer yeah. your just to answer your question on uh on uh on bandwidth for for a video. If you were to be just using uh our connection here and removing the the bandwidth that's being used to push the show out to, to six services. Um, just our connection, which is a two-way video connection. Uh, if you were to be on on a call for a full eight hours, which of course you wouldn't be, but let's just say you're like Mark and I were on Skype eight hours a day. That's 43 gigs of bandwidth. I mean, bandwidth. I like the idea of that. That's 43 gigs of bandwidth uh, per day. Okay, so 40, 43 gigs of bandwidth. Let's say this is let's say this is just pure business hours. Mm-hmm. That uh, was so that was on a, talking about, that was on an eight hour business day. Forty three for an eight hour business right, day. Right. So per month that would be like almost it's close to around a terabyte. Yeah, if you did a full if you did a t- full twenty two, it's uh, nine hundred and fifty. Uh, if you just did 14, yeah. which is essentially three weeks of just shy of three weeks of isolation, which is probably give or take what, what the reality is going to be. It's uh 605. Yeah. I mean, now I've seen some people on social media saying this proves that the bandwidth caps were never really necessary. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Indeed, we will. I mean, will. I think a lot of places don't have ban. A lot of places don't have bandwidth caps. Yeah, uh, and get by just fine. So, yes, this this has. I mean, yes, this has been. I mean, I think we always thought. I always thought it was kind of greedy for them to put the bandwidth caps in place. But the the, the companies always claimed, especially the you know the the home internet companies always claim well. This is just to stop those people who are basically torrenting all day, right? Uh, or running a server out of their homes. So, um, well, I guess we'll find out now. Yes, we will, uh, and it'll it'll come down to if you start seeing on your on your next bill zeroed out uh, overage charges, uh, you will know, you know, give or take, uh, how close you've been, I suppose. So. Um, but yeah, I think I think you're right. I think in the most probably for the most part, this will prove that that the that the caps are are targeted at a very small percentage of people because, like like we said, even if you were to be on an HD uh, video call eight hours a day for 22 business days in a month, you're still not going to hit that terabyte cap. So you know it's. But, but you know what we we left out of this because I don't have one and maybe you don't have one either. What about all the people who have streaming security cameras that are mm. uploaded 24/7? That's true. Yeah. Uh that's an interesting that's an interesting point I hadn't considered. Yeah. I would I would love to talk to some people get a count of the devices and see if I can put together what a what a monthly bandwidth would look like. Now you've got me all excited. I've got a, yeah. I got a, a project to do now. Thank you. <laughs> um, but 
I'm I'm cur- I'm curious to know because this this predates this problem, and you have people yeah. who have like three or four ring security cameras or whatever that are, I believe, mm-hmm. uploading all twenty four seven live streaming video, right? I think they only push when they get triggered. Um, I, at least with Ring, I don't know about everybody. I think they only get, I think they only push video when they're triggered. Um, but I might be mistaken. Or either triggered from motion or triggered from remote. Like, hey, I want to see now. Um, but I might be wrong on that. Um, I I don't have one, so. I don't have a ring, so uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think that's how it works. But yeah, there's there's definitely some that are that are constantly pushing to cloud services uh, for for remote DVR backups and stuff like that. So so for sure there are services that that would that would add to that. So that's that's an interesting point, and I would like to do some research on that now. Thanks. <laughs> that might be my next little research research project. This week's DRM Not Included in F5 Live is probably powered by Amazon Prime. In addition to your free shipping, you get uh, a number of features that might help you with this this current isolation. Uh, a lot of media stuff like Amazon Prime Music, which gives you several million tracks available to stream for free. Amazon Prime Video, which is TV, movies, uh, documentaries, both original content and licensed content available as part of your subscription. You also get through Twitch Prime, uh, free games every month, uh, and you get the ability to uh, to subscribe to one of your favorite content providers to help them out financially. You can go and subscribe to Plug Hits Live or any other Twitch streamer uh, and and help them create content. And all of that is included as part of your existing uh, Amazon Prime subscription. And if you don't already have one and would like to try it out for the next 30 days. We've got a free 30-day trial plus links to find all of these features and a whole lot more by going to f5live.tv slash prime. We're going to talk about something that's not not COVID-related. <laughs> Opa. Um, so one of the things that uh, that I think we can all agree on is that when it comes to set-top boxes, uh, there's kind of three big players. There's Amazon, there's Google, and there's Roku. There are some, you know, there are some Apple holdouts and things like that. But, you know, when it comes to, to over-the-top uh, TV stuff, a lot of people have one of those three. And when it comes to smart TVs, people tend to have one of the two. Uh, because Fire TV has been surprisingly limited in its uh, in its overall availability in the market. There are some, but not a lot. Um, and I've always wondered kind of why uh, exactly what was going on. Because obviously they want to be in that market. They wouldn't make set-top boxes if they didn't. They wouldn't make the operating system available to TV manufacturers if they didn't. Um, but as it turns out, that it, it has to do with Google's uh, uh, licensing rules on Android. And if the, the rule that we talked about 
God, how long ago did we talk about this, Avram? I think Nick was still on the show, um, where Google had put yeah, into place back a long way, right? Where Google had put into a place because uh, we're at four years now of the two of us. Uh, Google had put into place a rule that said that if you wanted to use uh, Android, Android, Android on uh, your devices that you had to do two things. One, it had to say powered by Android as part of your boot sequence, which is why we started to see that on the Samsungs and everybody uh, that didn't used to have it. And you could not use a fork of Android on one of your devices. Okay, so that meant that, that Samsung couldn't use before Android Wear couldn't use a, a forked version of Android for their watches, which is where Tizen came from. You know, things like that. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, but Amazon Fire TV is an Android fork. And so companies that produce smart TVs can't use Fire TV. Uh, smart TVs and smartphones can't produce Fire TV televisions if they want to use Android on their phones. Isn't that weird? Well, if we had a robust antitrust system, then this might be investigated by someone. Um, I imagine the EU is going to get involved now that this is out in the air supply. it It is messed up. On the other hand... Um, I guess I, I also don't see, I mean, how many TVs actually use, actually use stock and use Android TV. Yeah. And that was what, one of the things I was going to say don't. is in this case, it hasn't worked out in Google's favor because Samsung has their own platform. Uh, LG uses web OS, which you could or could not argue is their own platform. Uh, <laughs> at more owners than, Possibly TCL have. uses Roku, right? TCL uses uh, Roku, as do uh, kind of everybody. Yeah, Ro- Roku TV became the de facto not Samsung or LG platform. How often do you see? You're right. How often do you see Android TVs out there? Not very often. Now, granted, the whole chaos of uh, them competing with themselves because there was Google TV and there was Android TV. And people didn't know what was what, including the manufacturers. That didn't help. Uh, but yeah, how often do you see an Android TV? Even at CES, walking around, you don't see the Android logo in TV sections, but you see the you see the Roku logo everywhere. Well, I I I have to ask this: Do sure. people? And honestly, I'm not a big TV shopper, so I can't really speak for the TV consumer. Do people really care a lot about the smart TV OS, or are they just planning to buy a set-top box anyway? No, you'd be surprised how many people care about the the integrated stuff. Um, now, it's not you and I. I mean, it is a convenience. Sure, right. but it's not you and I. We're not we're not the target demographic for that. But my parents are. Um, they use it on both of their televisions um, at home, and. Uh, I mean, I am a little bit, but that's just because I want to get a WebOS TV because it's the only WebOS product I don't own. But that's that's a whole different. <laughs> that's that's a problem for me. That's not. I mean, I, be. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't mind, but there have been so many problems with smart TV mm-hmm. operating systems yeah. and, and failure to keep them updated. Uh, I mean, if it's Roku, I would trust it because right. Roku is is the leader. Right. And But, um, you know, when my parents have smart TV and when we tried, you know, when I set it up for them, like it just seemed it was Sam's, the Samsung UI and mm-hmm. it just seemed like way inferior to way inferior to the Roku box, right. like just slower, less, less content supported, you know, it, now obviously it saves you that, uh, that extra device and HDMI slot, uh, be, you know, port being used. So that's, that's and nice. Remote. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good if the software was good, right. But, uh, you know, so I don't know if I was buying a TV, unless it was unless it was a TV that had Roku built in, right. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't plan to use the smart uh, the smart feature because it's it's just such it's been so poor and I right. haven't there been some security issues with them as well, like and then it's built into the TV Vizio. so if there's a security issue, what are you going to do about it? Vizio it is a great example like, of of a smart TV with security issues. Right. So I don't know. It, 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 I mean, I think people would like something that was a standard like fire, like fire TV, certainly fire sticks do right. really re- sell really, really well. Um, Absolutely. It's you uh, know, as, fi- fire sticks Roku. and Roku. Yeah. I, I have a Roku. I have it only for one thing. I usually use my Xbox as my, my over the top, but I do have, you know, Apple has refused to put uh, Apple TV on the Xbox. And since they give, gave me a year for free, I figured I'd take advantage of it. So I do have a Roku for that. But uh, I, I wouldn't use the built-in, yeah, personally, I mean, except WebOS. But, that's, but yeah. you know, if it, were, if it were Fire, which is a platform that you know Amazon's on top of because it's the same platform for their for their sticks and their, their TVs. So you know that they're on top of, of maintaining that or it's uh it's the Roku stuff because again, it's almost the, an industry standard at this point. doesn't matter whether you're getting a, a Toshiba Hitachi or a, or a TCL, it's got the Roku <laughs> operating system on it. Um, yeah. You know, other than those two, I mean the whole Google TV, Android TV, debacle makes that side even frightening what you bought a google tv oh well sad story you know that that was that's exactly what you're talking about what does it look like a year from now i know what roku looks like a year from now right i mean yeah google drops things so quickly Uh i mean i think that's part of the reason why stadia is is not getting a lot of support i mean google could by the way uh, try to get manufacturers to build Stadia in. Uh, maybe that will be, uh, you know, I, I don't think maybe. I don't think that would have a lot of success. But uh, you know, here's a free idea for for somebody <laughs> like building a, a streaming a game streaming service into the TV wouldn't be a bad idea if it were one that actually worked, right. which is kind of a problem right now. Right. Exactly. Um, um, yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting but, uh, to see. Yeah, I think. 
I think, uh, you know, this maybe this will come to some type of a lawsuit or something like that. But um, yeah, Google's right been under now, fire on is Google's have, been under fire in the EU so much, you know, and this was one of the 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 loudest secrets in the industry, apparently, because <laughs> apparently everybody knew about it. And nobody talked about it uh, until <laughs> until recently. Uh, and now that it's in the air supply, I wouldn't be surprised if this gets added into the, into the EU's anger at Google. So who knows? But couldn't couldn't Amazon just build their own Linux based OS that was not a fork? I'm I mean, surprised they could afford to build develop it. I'm surprised that they haven't. To be perfectly honest, I the, like on the tablets. It makes sense. Because they're trying to get developers to, you know, move their Android. Because you could develop an Android app, and it can be pretty easily be ported to the Amazon store. So long as you're not um, using Google Play you, you services, be, right? But on the TV, it's a much more limited ecosystem ecosystem of apps. Um, I mean, could they not? Could they not do something like that? They could, but even even Microsoft, who had an entire army of developers behind them, couldn't get people to to develop for a new platform. Yeah, fair enough. So, I I don't know. Um, you can ask Samsung how uh how getting developers to to build for Tizen has worked out. Uh, <laughs> except for on the watches. Which has been very successful for them, but you know, it the Tizen phones over haven't left overseas because they can't get anybody to build anything for them, which is a shame because it's a really great yeah. development environment. To be perfectly honest, but that's a whole other topic. Um, but you know, Samsung industry leader, Microsoft platform leader, they couldn't get people to to write software for a new platform, so. It would be sticky. So, but if somebody could pull it off, it would be Amazon. That's if if somebody could get people to do it, it would be Amazon because the Fire brand already has weight. So, I don't know. Well, that is our show. Thank you to those of you who joined us live. We always appreciate it. Um, and, uh, if you didn't join us live, would like to in the future, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern, you can go to f5live.tv slash join us, and you can chat with us in the studio during the show. We love to to, to get feedback on the topics. If you uh, didn't join us live and would like to subscribe to the show, you can always go to plughitslive.com slash subscribe, and there you'll see this and all of our other shows uh, available and all the different ways that you can subscribe on Apple and Google and all kinds of other platforms uh, we get we have them all listed there for you uh, and if uh, if you've got uh, any any ideas on things because I'm serious about this this bandwidth thing if you've got any ideas on products that I should include on my uh, bandwidth statistics uh, thing that I want to do please let us know you can find us on social media uh, just search for Plug Hits Live. It doesn't matter where you are and you'll find us. Um, so I guess uh, with that, on behalf of the staff that's not here, I'm Scott. I'm Abram. And we will see you guys back next time. Ciao.